0: This is a Kindling Kids podcast. We're the fact detectives and we love investigating cool facts about cool stuff. And to help us, we chat with some very smart grown-ups who know all the cool facts about everything. Hey, Annika, is the sun a star? I reckon I can help you with that one. Hello, fact detectives. Hi, Tanya. Tanya Hill is an astronomer at ScienceWorks in Melbourne. That's right.
1: I love watching the stars at night and learning all about them too. That's
0: 1!
1: What is the sun? Is it a planet? That's an interesting idea. But no, the sun isn't a planet. It's a star. And guess what? The sun is the only star we can see during the day. And the sun is what lights up everything in our daytime sky. Now, you might be thinking that compared to all the stars we see at night, the Sun is really big. Because the stars at night look really small and twinkly, don't they?
0: Yep. So are the nighttime stars really
1: the same size as the Sun? The answer is yes. In fact, some of the nighttime stars are even bigger than the Sun. But the reason the Sun seems so big and bright to us is because it's much closer than all the stars we see at night. How close is it? Well, first we need to remember that space is really, really big. Even though the sun is the closest star to us, it is actually about 150 million kilometres away. Whoa! Whoa! Now, that's really far. That's like flying around the Earth 3,750 times. It's so hard to imagine, even for astronomers like me. And if the Sun is our closest star, that means all the other stars we see at night are really far away. They can be hundreds of millions of kilometres away or even trillions of kilometres. Wow! Now, as an astronomer, we have a neat way of talking about distances that can help us understand just how far away the stars are. Let's say your friend called and said, I'm at the park. Do you want to come and play? And you might say, sure, I'll be there in 10 minutes. You're telling your friend that it will take you 10 minutes to walk from your place to the park. And if the park was further away, it might take you longer to walk there, let's say 20 minutes. So you're using time to give you an idea of distance. Do you follow? Yep, I get it. Well, that's what we do in astronomy too. The sun makes all this light... And yet it takes eight minutes for that light to reach us. Eight minutes? Wait, what? I know, that's right. The sunlight has to travel 150 million kilometres across space, but it zooms through that distance in just eight minutes. Cool! Now, we're here in Australia, which is in the Southern Hemisphere. So at night, we get to see a special star called Alpha Centauri. It's the closest star that can be seen in the night sky without using a telescope. It's a lovely bright star near a constellation we call the Southern Cross. The light from Alpha Centauri takes four years to reach us. So we say it's four light years away. Oh, we get it! So the sun is eight light minutes away, Alpha Centauri is four light years away, and most of the other stars in the sky are a few hundred light-years away. That means the light we are seeing from all those pretty twinkling stars has travelled such a great distance that it's taken hundreds of years to reach us. No wonder they look so small.
0: Fact 2 What is the sun made
1: of? Is it made of fire or lava? Long ago, people did wonder if the sun was made of fire, And in drawings, the sun often looks very fiery, doesn't it? But no, it's not made of either of those things. You can't build a fire that's hot enough to match the sun, or one that lasts for long enough. After all, the sun has been around for billions of years. Also, the sun isn't made of rocks and it's not solid like the Earth. Instead, the sun is a hot ball of glowing gases. We call it a plasma. And it's mostly made of hydrogen, with a bit of helium, too. How hot is it? First, let me ask you a question. How hot is the hottest day you can remember?
0: Ah, uh, 40 degrees.
1: And that feels really hot, doesn't it? Yes! Well, at its core, the sun is about 15 million degrees Celsius.
0: Whoa! That, that is hot!
1: It certainly is. It needs to be that hot to create all the lovely sunlight that makes things nice and warm here on Earth. In fact, we couldn't live here without the sun. The sun also causes some amazing things to happen in our night sky. Have you ever heard of the Northern and Southern lights? We also call them the Aurora Borealis and the Aurora Australis. Yes! Aren't they the colors in the sky at the North and South Pole? That's right. If you live in Tasmania or on the South Island of New Zealand, you might be lucky enough to see dancing waves of light that shimmer across the night sky. And if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, you can see the amazing northern lights in places like Finland, Norway or Alaska. And that happens because of the sun. Remember how the sun is this hot ball of gas? Well it sends out a constant stream of particles or plasma that we call the solar wind. When that wind reaches Earth, most of it is deflected around us because we sit all safe and snug in a bubble created by the Earth's magnetic field. But sometimes, some of the particles get caught in the magnetic field and they zoom up towards the Earth's north and south poles. When the particles hit the Earth's atmosphere up near the poles, They make the gases in the atmosphere glow, and that causes the shimmering lights. Cool!
0: Fact three.
1: Why do we have a day and a night? Ah, that's because we're always moving. Right now, the Earth is spinning at 1600 kilometers an hour. Are you holding on? Can you feel yourself flying through space? No. No? Why can't we feel it? That's a good question. Have you ever been on an aeroplane? Yeah! Well, when the plane is cruising along in the air and you're relaxing in your seat, it's really hard to tell that the plane is even moving. It feels like you're just sitting still. But if you look out the window, you can see the ground below passing by. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! So, have you noticed how the sun seems to move across the sky during the day? It rises in the east and then sets in the west. Yes. Yes. Well, it's not the sun that's moving. The sun stays still, and it's actually the earth that is turning or spinning. When our part of the earth is facing the sun, it's daytime, and the sun gives us light and makes it nice and warm. But when it's daytime for us, the other side of the earth is dark because that part of the world is facing away from the sun. It's nighttime over there. It might be daytime where you are now, but as the earth keeps spinning, we start to turn away from the sun. That's when we'll see the sunset and the sun will disappear below the horizon. And as we keep turning until we're facing away from the sun, that's when it becomes night and all the stars appear.
0: Jasper, one of our listeners wants to know what happens to the sun when
1: it's not sunny. The sun is still there doing its thing. We just may not be able to see it, or feel its heat, because of the clouds in the sky. The clouds block the sun. Just like standing in the shadow of a tree, it's darker and cooler than when you stand in bright sunshine. Now, clouds are made of water droplets. And when it's about to rain, you've probably seen them turn really dark and grey. That's because they're so full of water. And when that happens most of the sunlight gets bounced back upwards, making the top of the clouds really white. But very little sunlight reaches the bottom of the clouds. And that's why they look so dark and even a little bit scary sometimes.
0: Fact 4 Why do we get sunburnt?
1: Oh, I've been sunburnt before and it can really hurt. Most of the light from the sun is visible light, which allows us to see but the sun also sends out light that's invisible to us. Some of this light is called infrared, and we feel that as heat. And the sun makes ultraviolet light too. We often call that UV light. We can't see this light with our eyes, but it's there. And unfortunately, UV light has enough energy to get into our skin and do lots of damage. Oh no! That's why we protect our skin with sunscreen. And we need it even on cloudy days, especially during summer, because the UV light can pass through the clouds and it also bounces off surfaces like water, snow and concrete, which gives us an extra dose. So definitely remember to wear sunscreen and a hat.
0: OK, Tanya! Fact 5! So we see the sun during the day, but where are all the other stars? How come we only see the other stars at night?
1: All the stars are always up there in the sky, even during the daytime. We just can't see them because the daytime sky is so bright and lovely and blue.
0: Why is it blue? Yeah, a few of our listeners like Matilda, Thaddeus and
1: Vivian want to know that too. Ah, it's because of the Earth's atmosphere. Okay, let's try something. Everyone, take a deep breath. (gasps) (sighs) When we breathe in air... We're breathing in the gases that make up Earth's atmosphere. It's the atmosphere that keeps us alive, because it contains lots of gases, including the oxygen, that we need to breathe. Now sunlight is made of every colour of the rainbow. But when sunlight hits the gases in our atmosphere, it gets bounced around and scattered all over the place. And of all the colours, blue light gets scattered the most. And that's why the sky is blue. Cool! If you lived on the moon, well, there's no atmosphere up there on the moon, so you need to have a spacesuit to carry all the oxygen you can breathe. But because there's no atmosphere, you can see the stars when it's daytime on the moon and the sun is shining. Imagine seeing the sun against an inky black sky filled with stars.
0: That would be
1: awesome! Try this at home! Draw a big picture of the sun and pop it up on your wall. When you're facing the sun, it's daytime. Now start to turn around. You'll see the sun disappear from view and that's sunset. And now it's nighttime because you can't see the sun at all until you keep turning round enough so that the sun begins to come into view again. That's sunrise and the start of a brand new day. So the reason we have day and night is because the Earth is always rotating.
0: Cool. Thanks, Tanya. Anytime, Fact Detectives. This has been another super fun episode of the Fact Detectives with me, Dexter, and me, Annika. Big thanks to Dr Tanya Hill, who is an astronomer at the Melbourne Planetarium and Science Works. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do, then check out all the episodes on the Kindling app. And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au.
1: This episode of The Fact Detectives is a Kindling co-production with ScienceWorks. To find out more about the world around you, head to museumsvictoria.com.au.